Welcome to the Sports Forecasters Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This podcast has been created not to dwell and over-evaluate what has already happened in the sports world, but to predict and to forecast what has yet to come. From game picks to draft picks, and from trades to free agent signings, we will let you know what happens before it happens. Your hosts, Nick and Nate, will evaluate, study, and understand sports patterns, tendencies, and nuances to better prepare you on what to expect, just like Weatherman, but way more accurate. So if you like to pick games or you simply just want to be in the know before anybody else, you are in the right place. Enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? This is the Sports Forecasters Podcast, and my first forecast is Watson going to the Dolphins by the end of this week. If it hasn't happened already by the time you're listening to this, Nick, do you have a crazy random forecast you want to give the listeners? No crazy forecast for me. Hopefully, there will be some movement from teams that are in need of different positions, namely Chiefs that we've been low on with their defensive struggles. And then other teams that maybe don't have the answers in certain positions that they thought they did or the depth they thought they did. Next few weeks should be interesting. I think teams are going to be more aggressive than we've seen in the past, or that's always the hope coming into it. But we have other things we need to look at, Nathan. What are we looking at first? You know, we got basketball has officially started this week in the NBA. It's exciting, as always, because I think there's a lot of – I don't know if parody is the right word, but there's just there's just a lot going on. I mean, you got the Ben Simmons situation in Philadelphia, you got the Kyrie situation in Brooklyn, you got um, you know the uh, old men All Star team in Los Angeles. So I just think you got a lot of new faces and new places and a lot of drama, and I love it. So um, that's tipped off. So we're gonna st- actually just start right there because. We have a new season and a new sport, so you know what that means. We got forecasts for you. So Nick and I, we're going to run through this NBA season. We're going to give you our one through eight seeds in each conference and then who we got way too early pick for the NBA championship game. Sound good? Sounds great. Well, let's start with the East because, you know, we're in the East. And the East is... I think the stayed fairly the same. I think there are a couple of new faces in, in different places, uh, especially, um, you know, in Chicago per se, but um, let's start at number eight and work our way up. Um, we'll just go back and forth. So let me start. I'm going to start with the team that's uh, nearby here. Um, a little West in Indiana. I'm going to go with the Pacers here. It's a team that was in the play in um, conversation last year. I think this team has talent. Um, and a lot of good talent. I think um, they made the right move and got a Rick Carlisle, who I think is a very fantastic coach. And I think he's going to be able to at least elevate this team a couple seeds and not have to worry about a 9 or a 10 seed trying to play into the tournament. They might still have to play in that tournament, but they're gonna. I think they're going to be at an 8 seed at the end of the day. And, and hopefully be able to make the playoff. So that's who I got at number eight. Who do you have? No disagreement here. I think Indiana will show some promise. Um, like you said, make some moves. Had a coaching hiring. I have them at number eight as well. They'll have to play their way into the official playoffs. But 
I have them at number eight. Moving on to number seven, I have the New York Knicks, a team that for you and I underwhelmed when it came to the playoff time. But coming in the playoffs, we were impressed with what they did. I think they take a few steps back from that five seed that they had last season, and they just get they get the seven seed where they have to play their way into it. I have them at seven seed. They still have that presence of managing games well throughout the season, but end up ultimately being a seventh seed. What do you have, Nathan? Philly, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I think this Ben Simmons thing is going to actually drag on because at this point, at, at, at this point, Ben Simmons has showed everybody who he truly is. And... The 76ers have shown they're not just going to just trade, you know, just get nothing for him. And their asking prices is steep. And and at, at this point, it's like they'd be lucky to get a second rounder for Ben Simmons, I feel like. Uh, and, and so I, I just think this is going to drag on and this is going to tear this team down. And, and I think in the long run, it's, it's just going to really hurt this team. They're going to lose their mojo and their motivation. Um and this is going to be a distraction. Maybe seven's a little too low, uh, but either if he doesn't play or if he does play, I think there it's going to be a gap that they have on that team, regardless. And um, I think I just think you're going to see a very up and down season in a in a, a a conference that I think has gained a lot of great talent. So it's not the it's not an easy conference anymore. So I got the 76ers there, maybe a little too low, but. I'm going to stick with it. Number six, I got what you had at seven. I got the Knicks. Um, I think adding Kemba Walker to this team um, was a really good move for them. Um, Originally, it was Derrick Rose, who I think is obviously has resurrected his career um, with Tom Thibodeau. Um, But adding that Kemba Walker, I think, is is a really, really good move with Derrick Rose as that backup point guard. Uh, It's a really strong strong backcourt there uh, i think you're going to see the likes of rj barrett and obi toppin start to um maybe get a feel for what their role is on that team um and then of course you know they've got uh randall still on that team i i just think this is a team that yeah i, I think they got a little lucky last year and i don't have them up at four but i think you're gonna look at them and be like you know what they're still a really good team but i think the east is just a little, a lot better this year than it was last year, and so I think they got they're going to drop to a sixty. But I don't think that's because they got any worse. I think they're actually going to look better than they did last year. But it's a tough conference. Who do you have at six? So I have number six, the Atlanta Hawks. Last season they made they were they were the Cinderella story, making it all the way to the conference finals and then coming up short in the end. I think they do well this season. I think, like you said, the East is going to be very competitive. They'll be in that mix, but I just have them number six spot. Feel safe having them there. Number five, I actually have the 76ers here. I don't have them slipping quite as far as you do, but I do feel like it's going to be tumultuous and there's going to be just some things for them to have to overcome and just make their way through with this whole mess going on. But I think Embiid keeps the ship right just enough to eke out a fifth seed. Who do you have for the fifth seed? Yeah, you're probably um, a little bit more accurate there, um, but I'm going to... I'm going to stick with my seventh seed. My fifth seed, I have the Miami Heat. Um, adding Kyle Lowry to this team I think is good. Tyler Hero, who was quite the disappointment last year, 
appears to be getting his mojo back. So I think you're going to see a deeper Heat team that, uh, with along with that leadership of Kyle Lowry. I, you're just going to see a much more consistent Heat team and, and, and deeper. Like I said, that is um, is going to be a, t- a tough team to contend with uh, day in and day out because they're going to play their butts off. Um, talent-wise, they're not going to be the most talented team by any stretch, but because of the leadership and the depth um, and the hard work, I think you know they're able to 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 get that sort of um, uh, about round of a fifth seed there. Um, number four, I got the Atlanta Hawks, so I got them a little higher than you do. I love this team. I I love the direction they're going. I love the players they have. I love the draft that they had, and I love their coach. This is my my uh, secret favorite team in the league this year. Like if I'm if the Hawks are playing, I'm watching them. They're just a great watch. Trey Young is a great watch. John Collins is a great watch. That dude can fly. They have my favorite coach in the league, in Nate McMillan, um, the most underrated coach in the NBA by far. Uh, we talked we talked last year. It's like if there's a, if there's a sneaky team that makes the conference finals, Atlanta Hawks, and it happened. I don't think they're a secret anymore. I don't think they're going to be a sneaky team. They're going to be for real. Um, and I like this team a lot, so I got them at four. My number four pick is a team that always seems to be old reliable in terms of doing well during the regular season, and then it just doesn't quite come together how we think it's going to or how many fans in that area hope it's going to, and it's the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics um, does well in the regular season. We'll see if Stevens is doing a lot doing well in the front office to kind of keep things situated for them. Celtics are at number four for me. Number three, I actually have the Miami Heat here. That Lowry maneuver, I think, is going to do quite a bit for them. I don't know how that translates for playoffs, but I think in the regular season that's going to translate to better win percentages, so they'll be in the number three spot for me. Who do you have for the number three, Nathan? I have the Chicago Bulls at number three. This is going to be the biggest surprise team well, I don't know if it's going to be a surprise because a lot of people are on the bandwagon, but the the moves that they made, uh, Lonzo Ball looks great. They got DeMar DeRozan. They got Vujicic. Um, they've got Veen. He's still there. Uh, Bill, uh, Donovan, their coach, um, a great coach um, everywhere he's gone. And I, I just think this team is just, they're going to have so much fun together. I really do. I think this team is really excited about who they are. I think Chicago is going to rally around, around them. Chicago just won the WNBA championship. Um, so basketball championship is back in, in that town. And I think it's going to translate to the Bulls, especially this new look Bulls team. I like this team a lot. I got them at the number three seed. Uh, jumping up now to my number two seed, I've got the Brooklyn Nets. Probably would have been my clear favorite number one team if it wasn't for the Kyrie situation. Um, but... They're still a great team without Kyrie. I think Patty Mills will f- do well. Maybe if he continues to go off the bench, I think he's going to be a great six-man for them. Off the air, you predicted a potential six-man of the year, and that's a really great forecast there. Um, I still think they're going to hold their ground because they're just way too talented to like drop below a three or four seed. So I got the Nets at two. Or my number two spot i have the nets as well like you said with Kyrie not being in that mix it just makes it hard to put them ahead of who i would assume we both have i have the milwaukee bucks being number one they just look they have everything back i think everything's going to keep going and Giannis looked really good on his first game i know it's only one game but he looked like he was like you we said before the show started 
how he fixed a lot of things or looked a lot better in some things. So at the Bucks number one, I don't know anyone in the East that's going to be able to contend with them in terms of their win totals. What do you have, Nathan? I got the Bucks out one, and I, I've been a a Bucks doubter. Um, I I said last year, I said I think the only reason they won the NBA championship because they're the only team that st- actually stayed healthy, and I kind of still believe that. Uh, to this day, um, I think the Nets probably, you know, if KD's foot was just a couple inches back, you know, they would have been in it. And like I said, I probably would have the Nets up here for for the Kyrie situation. I watched some preseason ball and um, even watched that first game on Tuesday. Giannis can shoot the ball. That dude, that dude improved a ton. And I know he was super athletic, a freak athlete. Um, but I was, I always feared about his shooting. His free throws look great. He's he he made three pointers, and his shot just looks better. It's a much quicker release. It's a much smoother release. It's not perfect, but you know, there's been a lot of people that have proven that they can fix their shot quickly. I mean, Lonzo Ball, look at him. He's looking way better. Even LeBron James, like he wasn't the best shooter coming to the league, but now you know he's in his late thirties and he. He had to learn how to shoot from beyond the arc because the game changed that way, and he's, you know, his body just needs to be able to do that. Um, Giannis learned from the best, and he's doing that. And uh, this guy looks great. I think this roster is so deep, it's so strong. Um, But most importantly, they're very humbled. Like, this team is not um, a team that just gets too big of themselves you know they they keep themselves grounded they keep themselves humbled and i really think actually milwaukee tears up the east this year and um i think they they claim that first spot and they don't they don't ever look back i just don't think any team ever is going to take over that one seed the entire regular season i love as long as they stay healthy i love this team a lot um and like i said i got them from the nets just because of the Kyrie situation but um that's where I got it, and I will have to make a correction. Like I said Lamar Jackson when I was making my little comparisons. Lamar Jackson was the Russell Westbrook. Um, maybe the old Lamar Jackson was, but um, if you haven't seen Lamar Jackson lately, that guy has improved his throwing very much. So he's a pocket passer now. He is like top five in the league in yards per pass. He's his completion percentage is up. Um, he's making smarter decisions within the pocket. He's making more passes within the pocket. Um, Lamar Jackson has improved tremendously as a pocket passer and he still can run it. So that's very, very scary. I was wrong about him. Um, he, I, well, I was right about him, but he improved where he needed to improve and now he's scary. And Giannis is his, his comp now, like crazy stat, crazy athlete, man amongst boys on the field. But the one thing that he really needed to improve was his shot. And he did. So, Lamar Jackson, you're Giannis. You're not Russell Westbrook. You're Giannis. So, I'm sorry for that terrible comparison. So, let's jump to the West without further ado. How about you get us started on this one? Uh, The team I have at number eight is a team I have a lot of uncertainty about. They may not even be number eight. They may not even be top ten. It just depends how they rebound from this, pun intended, with basketball. Anyways, with Kawhi, they only miss him for a few games here and there by choice, typically speaking. But with him potentially missing the whole season, I have the Clippers at number eight. Just sure, unsure of what this team will look like. They could prove me wrong. They they could be like the 76ers where you and I have them in different spots. But number eight is about the highest I'm feeling comfortable with them. Who do you have, Nathan? Yeah, I'm going to 
I'm gonna put the um, the Portland Trailblazers here at number eight. Um, new coach um, and Chauncey Billups. Not really sure how well he's gonna do. I think he'll eventually do well, but he's just a rookie coach. This is just a team that is not very deep. It's just very Damian Lillard heavy. Um, I think they're gonna be a very up and down team. They're gonna show flashes of greatness, uh, but. I just don't think the West is as strong as as it used to be. So I think they're going to be good enough to sneak in the playoffs. But I have them at number eight. At number seven, um, this might be a little bit of a shock, but I have the Mavericks coming in at seven. I think they're going to take a dip. Once again, new coach, not a rookie coach, but a new coach. And um, and Jason Kidd, he's had a stint as a head coach, not very successful. Um, I think they're just, he's going to, it's just going to, him try to figure things out a bit you know i think rick carlisle did very very well there um i think he 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 was part of the reason why they maybe were a five or six seed but i think they're gonna dip a bit um but lucas will still be outstanding who do you have for my number seven i have the team you just previously mentioned in the portland trailblazers i have them at number seven simply because if the Clippers are going to be anywhere, they're going to be towards the bottom. So I have the Clippers at the bottom, so I have the Trailblazers at number seven simply because I believe they'll do better than the Clippers. And then jumping to my number six, number six, I have the Golden State Warriors. Last year, they were in the playing tournament and went up against Lakers and fell short against them. I think this time they get themselves into a secure spot of the playoffs and do not need to worry about the playing tournament this time around. Who do you have for your number six, Nathan? Um, for my number six, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Clippers uh, as well. Here, um, not quite as low as you. It's just a team with a lot of question marks. Um, like you talked with um, Kawhi Leonard, I just still think Ty Lue. There's question marks there, so it's just a team that I I'm just not fully confident in. And plus, Lakers belong to LA, not the Clippers. Um, I have I have them here at six, um, jumping up to five. As long as they stay healthy, I got the Warriors here. If Clay could play, if Steph's, Steph and uh, obviously Draymond and everyone there. Uh, so I, I think if they could stay healthy, they can do well. Maybe even go, jump up a little bit. But I'm going to play it safe here. I'm going to put Golden State at five. Um, we'll see what happens. Who do you have? It seems like our bottom four agree. We just want the same order. I have the Mavericks here at number five. I know you already mentioned them. Luca seems to put up good numbers. Last season, they fell into an early hole and had to really battle themselves out of that hole. I Hopefully this season, they get things smoothed out and it, goes, it starts off a bit better than what it did. So I have them at the number five spot for this upcoming season. Moving up to number four, I have last year's finals participant which i do believe they received the good fortune of being the healthiest team coming down the stretch in the phoenix suns i don't think they ascend to number one but i do have them at number four they do have good things going on there i just think ultimately they end up at number four who do you have for number four nathan for number four i've got the lake show Uh, i think this is a team that actually will be well below number four in the standings for the first third to the first half of the season, um, you've got a lot of a lot of former all stars. You, you're you're just you're really trying to piece. You're totally rehauling that roster, and you're trying to piece things together. But it's 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 a roster full of former number one options on teams. 
Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis. You know, all these all these players were the number one guy, and now some of them have to be the number four guy, number five guy. So I think learning their roles is going to be tough. So I think they're going to take a while, but eventually they're going to figure it out towards the end of the year and kind of work their way up and eventually be number four seed. Uh, number three, I got the Utah Jazz. Um, I think this is a, one of the best coach teams in the league. Talent-wise, I'm not sold. I think they have a lot of depth on it, but top-tier talent, like like all-star talent, like I'm not sold on, on Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. You know, he's great, but um, I think there's other centers on this league I'd rather have, especially in the offensive end. So I just think this Quinn Snyder just, coaches the heck out of them and that's why they're going to do well this year who do you got for my number three i have the denver nuggets i liked a lot of the things they did i just think the other teams that i have towards the top it just it's going to be a lot of jostling it's going to be close and i just think ultimately they just fall to number three not a real great reason they're going to be a great team it's just the jostling and everything going on i think they ultimately the denver nuggets end up number three by the end of the regular season and then for my number two is actually the Los Angeles Lakers. They're not going to put themselves out there to be the number one seed. They're going to rest here and there and everything like that. But ultimately, they know they don't want to fall beyond below number three. So you pick, and then at number three would be the spot I would have them at, if not at number two. But I'm going to keep them at number two simply because I they're they want the road to go through Los Angeles. They want to have the home court advantage. They're just not going to do enough to be the number one seed. Who do you have for number two, Nathan? I got Phoenix at two. Um, Monty Williams, I think, is a great coach. And, uh, like, I, I just – they were, you know, obviously did very well last year. I think I think you're just going to get the same Suns team this year as you got last year. Watch out for the DeAndre Ayton situation. Um, contract negotiations have kind of stalled. Could be a distraction. Uh, but, um, ultimately, I think with the Chris Paul leadership and the, you know – the all-star ability by Devin Booker. Just a team that's going to be near the top. And I got them ultimately finishing number two. And number one, I've got the Denver Nuggets. This is a team that I, I've always loved. I thought I, I'm i a big Murray fan, uh, Jamal Murray fan, a point guard. Jokic, former MV, you know, reigning MVP um, in the league. Mike Malone is a very excellent coach. Uh, and they got... Aaron Gordon in a trade last season, which I think is a huge addition. Michael Porter Jr. gets better every single year. They've got they've got a great bench. This is just a team that I think this last couple of years, I, they're just like, oh, they're almost there. They're almost there. My money's on this team. I think that's finally the year. Um, Jamal Murray injury last year just killed them. Um, so, But he's back. Um, so I, I, they need him desperately. So I, I think they stay healthy. I got the nuggets taking the number one seed. And for my number one seed, I have the Utah jazz simply put, I think they do really well in the regular season. They have just a good roster to just take care of games day in and day out or throughout the 82 games. But ultimately, I don't know that that will translate to postseason success, but at we're just doing regular season standings, and I believe they'll end up being the number one seed again this season in the Utah Jazz. Now we're going to look at who do we think is going to be the NBA champion. Nathan, who do you have as your NBA champion for the 2022 NBA season? Yeah, I 
I know this never happens, but I actually have the two number one seeds going into the the championship. Um, I think just because it's super early and I don't know who's going to be hot towards the championship, I'm just going to pick who I think is going to be the two best teams in each conference to make it. So I got the Milwaukee Bucks facing the the Denver Nuggets. If you would have asked me, you know, a month ago who was in, I would have told you the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Brooklyn, the Kyrie situation, I think is going to hurt them. With the Lakers, I, I think they're just... I thought about this a lot. I just think they're really going to struggle finding then an identity with the kind of roster that they have. I just think there's a lot of teams like the Nuggets and the Suns and the Jazz and the Mavericks, just young teams that are hungry for a championship that, that will ultimately... And I, plus, I think Lakers are going to struggle with injury issues as well um, down the stretch. So... I got Bucks. I got Nuggets. This is tough. It's hard to go back to back, but ah man, I think it's so cliche to pick pick the Bucks again. But they look so good, man. And Giannis looks better. Everyone looks better. They're so humble. They're so down to earth. Um, I gotta pick him again. I have to. I just think this is a scary team this year. They're gonna be scarier than they were last year. Um, I gotta pick the Bucks, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it looks like to be a safe bet early on into this NBA season. For me, I don't have the Jazz or the Lakers ending up winning the West. Uh, it just Jazz, like I said, uh, when I said they're number one, they will do very well in the regular season. But I just think when it comes to playoff time, they just don't put it together as much or as often against the higher caliber teams. Lakers, I. Like you've said, question marks about the age and the ability to keep it together and just the rosters being put together. Yes, I know LeBron has done it before where he's put rosters together and within a season he gets it to work well, but I don't think that's an order he can overcome or something that he can make happen quite as well. So for me, it's going to be the Nuggets or Suns that end up making it to the finals. And... I'm going to go with the Suns just for the parody's sake, not because I don't think the Nuggets could do it. I really do feel better about the Nuggets. But So I have Nuggets and Suns in the end being those two teams I'm flip-flopping with the West. I'll say the Suns end up going just to be different from the Nuggets, but I do have the Bucks in the East winning just with the Nets missing their piece. I just don't see them putting together. I mean, if James Harden was more of a grinder, maybe I'd feel more comfortable thinking the Nets could do it. But with, without that extra star on the roster, or that one player that's like going to grind it out for you, like going to be that difference maker for you on the defensive side. I just don't see the Nets getting past the Bucks, so I have the Bucks in the East making it, beating the Suns again. Now let's move on to our and move on to our NFL picks. We're in the week seven now, and NFL season is rocking along. The bye weeks are coming and wreaking havoc for fantasy players all over, but gives you reprieve from heartache if your team's on a bye week or hopefulness of what could be if your team finished well last week and have that has that bye week going on but before we get to the nfl picks let's look at the saturday night football game and it's a big 10 matchup we have number five ohio state going to indiana right now nathan my spread says minus 21 in favor of the buckeyes and the over-unders at 60.5 what are you looking at for this game yeah i'm gonna go with the spread i'm picking the buckeyes IU hasn't looked good at all. Ohio State has looked fantastic. Their defense has been shaping up. C.J. Stroud looks amazing. That offense is clicking. Um, 
I'm afraid to pick the over here because IU's offense has been pretty lethargic and Ohio State's defense has been improved. So I'm just afraid this could be like a 42-7 game, 42-14 game and not quite get to the 60. If it's going to be a 42-7, 42-14, I like my plus 21 or my minus 21 here. So that, I'm going to pick Buckeyes against the spread. What What's your pick? 100% on the same boat with you. If it wasn't for Indiana being lethargic with offense, I would totally take the over on this. Buckeyes can pit points up in bunches, but unfortunately I don't have the same confidence with Indiana. They just seem to be – they don't have the same magic they did last early last season. So I'm going to say Ohio State covers their 21-point gap and they win the game by a healthy margin. Now let's move on to our spread. What is your spread pick this week, Nathan? I'm going to go – with the Atlanta Falcons, minus two and a half. They traveled to Miami. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I forecast the uh, Dolphins with a little quarterback controversy. If forecast does become true, there's no way two is on the team. That means Jacoba Brissett's going to start, you know, and not practicing with the team. So, you know, the first team reps throughout the week. When you lose back-to-back weeks to two teams that haven't won a game all season, you're kind of in trouble. And I think they're in a dismal right now. I don't think they know who they are. Um, Atlanta seems to be catching a little bit of fire. They, they, they're they starting to really come around. They had a really impressive win in London against the Jets. And I think their offense is starting to click a bit. I like Atlanta. I do not like where Miami's at. I think two and a half is a little favorable. I know it's in Miami, but trust me, it really doesn't matter where the Dolphins play. Um, they're not very good. So I got Atlanta minus two and a half. Actually, the Atlanta Dolphins game is my wild card pick, so to avoid redundancy. A lot of the same things you said. Atlanta's training the right way, had a bye week. Miami's coming back from London. Simply put, Atlanta's going to put up more than two and a half for their victory. So I'm picking them for my wild card. Another great point there, real quick to interrupt. You know, all the other London teams got a bye week. Miami did not. To fly back to London with all that jet lag, it's it's going to be tough. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the big reason why I took that for my wild card. Just seemed like an easy picking, get another point. And for my spread pick, I'm actually going to go against my beloved Eagles. I think the Raiders are going to beat them by more than three points. Raiders have shown they will get ahead and Philadelphia shows flashes of having something going their way, but is a lot more of a running attack from their quarterback than good continuity on offense. Not that I take pride in this, but I think the Raiders win by more than three points this week, so that's my spread pick. Moving on to our over-under. What do you have for your over-under, Nathan? For my over-under, I'm going to go to a game that is going to look like a Big 12 game. Kansas City versus Tennessee. (laughs) Uh Two teams with uh, pretty subpar defenses and pretty electrifying offenses. It's at 57.5. That's a college over-under, and I'm going to pick the over here. You just saw what Tennessee did to Buffalo, and obviously Kansas City puts up points like crazy in bunches. Tennessee with Derrick Henry, man. If Buffalo couldn't stop them, Kansas City, the worst rush defense in the league, is not going to stop them. I'm going the over here. I know it's super high, 57.5 watch. It can be like a 21-20 game, but... I'm on the same boat, actually. I have the same game. I picked the over for the Chiefs and the Titans. My page said 56.5, but even if it was 57.5, I would still go for it. Both teams, their weaknesses on defense 
plays to the other team's offensive strengths. Lots of points are going to be going both ways when either team tries to win. The majority of their games are over 30 points for that victory. Moving on to our, our money line. For me, this was really hard this week on the money line, but I'll let you go first, Nathan. What do you have for your money line? My money line this week, um, this is kind of a crazy pick, and maybe I'm a victim of the of the moment, but I'm actually going to stick with that same game as I picked before. I'm going to pick Tennessee to upset Kansas City. I want to put money on this, but um, I think Tennessee beating Buffalo is huge, and I like a team that has... You know, that's going to control the clock well, especially against like Kansas City, who has a not a very good rush defense and turns the ball over a lot. And um, if you do those two things against Tennessee, it, it's hard to win because they can run the ball very well and, and control that clock. So something I want to bet on, but I could see happen. I got Tennessee beating Kansas City. And not that we say to gamble or you should or anything like that, but we were talking off air. If you're just going to take a low, 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 low flyer, the, those line, those money lines for the Arizona and Rams games are pretty tempting to throw like a $5 towards. But again, not saying you should, but those numbers are outstanding. If that upset were to happen, not saying they will. Uh, for my money line, though, uh, like I said, I'm not really in love with any of them, and I'm avoiding the whole double dipping on games tactic and just i'm going to just say a game i don't think it'll come to fruition i don't feel strong about this one but panthers at giants i'll say the giants get some love at home somehow manage through their injuries and beat the carolina panthers for my money line moving on to our wild card i'll let you do your wild card nathan since i already jumped in and did mine and then we'll jump into Sunday night football. Who do you have for your wild card? My wild card is your money line. I need I need to do these underdog money line picks because I need to, to get those two points because I need to catch up to you. Um, so I'm going to pick the Giants beating Carolina for my money line. Excellent. Now moving on to Sunday night football. This one was a very interesting matchup with the Colts and Niners just because the teams seem to have different consistencies about themselves. And with the Niners, I think it looks like Garoppolo is going to be the guy this week. Maybe not. Um, I don't think you give defense a, as many headaches as they think they're going to after Trey Lance's rocky start in Arizona. But that's why you're a rookie and you get time to figure that out. But with Garoppolo playing against the Colts, 49ers Colts at San Francisco, I'm going with the over-under on this one. It's at 44.5. I think the game's going to easily go over that. So I'm going with the over. What do you have, Nathan? Oh, man, we're going to disagree here, which is fine. I'm actually going to go the under. Uh, this is a, an indie team that um, defense has been well improved the last couple of weeks. And um, I think it's going to cost San Francisco to struggle just a bit on offense, especially um I think Jimmy's, like you say, I think Jimmy's going to play, but not maybe not 100%. So I think it's that's going to cause them to falter a bit. But then just Indy going all the way out west on a primetime game in San Francisco, um, I don't think it's going to be super easy for them as well. And I think they might struggle to put up points um, uh, because of that. So, I mean, it, a lot of people don't put up a lot of points uh to san francisco um you know philly only put up 11 on them um arizona only put up 17 to them so you know if things are going well for them 
they they can really hold opponents to low scoring games. So um, I think this is going to be a, a lower a lower scoring game, um, and I'm, I'm going to go with the under here. I know it's 44; it's pretty low, but um, I think both of these defenses are going to su- surprise each other a little bit, and I, I just don't trust either quarterback very well. So I'm going to do the under. And we're going to put a wrap on to tonight's show. That's a wrap on the week seven picks as well as our NBA predictions. Don't forget to tune in to Nate's eight to get some more predictions on this weekend's games. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. We are the Sports Forecasters. You've been listening to Nathan Singer. I'm Nick Alvarez. We'll talk to you next time.